Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I know there's no such a person as Dracula. You know. I know there's no such a person as Dracula. You know there's no such a person as Dracula. But does Dracula know it? Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of On Air Scare. Uh, These are your hosts, me, Diana Staff, all the way from Biloxi, Mississippi, and uh, Quentin Tiffany, actually, is it? It's Quentin Tiffany now, officially. Yes, yes, it is. I am officially quitting Tiffany. So yes, congratulations. According to the Social Security Department. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we got a great show for you tonight. Tonight we are going to be talking to you about our top ten list of our favorite horror elements. So all those spooky things in the horror show that just kind of make you go, ooh. Anyway. What we're going to do tonight is uh, we're going to have a little tradition that we're going to do at the beginning of every single show, and it's called the Halloween Countdown Kickoff. That's right. We figured if they can have Christmas in July, we can have Halloween now. So, as of today, July 10th, there is officially 113 days until Halloween. My favorite holiday, and I'm sure it's many of yours too. What about yours, Quentin? My goodness, it's... It's right on top of us. I mean, good Lord, I didn't get any of my shopping done yet. I'll never get it done. I know, I know. And you know you've got to get the fresh candy corn, because if you get it towards the end, it's been sitting there for like a month. Oh, I know. Isn't that the worst? They put it out so early that by the time you buy it, and believe me, I like a little bit of candy corn every now and then. Am I going to eat a pound of it on my own? No. You know, but, you know, oh, God, when it sits out all month, I hope you go to someone's house and like, do you want some candy corn? You pop it in your mouth, and you're like, oh, how long you have this? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure a pound of candy corn would probably kill anybody. I'm pretty sure it's but, plastic and made of mostly plastic. Well, yeah, of course. But that's uh, so there, there's, there seems to be someone that we forgot to intro tonight. Um, and uh, oh, there's, yes. there's, he's tugging at me and, and begging for me to, to oh, say, you know, just don't don't intro me. Don't let him bite you. Down, Foamy. That was Foamy the Raccoon, our official mascot. Hello, Foamy. <laughs> well, he, I don't uh, like that intro. Uh, Down, he, boy. You know, he's very upset with us. Very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Show him a piece of steak or something. I don't know. Give him an egg. Uh, you know, uh, a small child. That would do, too. Mm. Um, so, of course, you you want to tell everyone about something new that just got launched today, don't you? Are you talking about the website or our contest? Well, the the website, of course. We'll do that at the end. But let's talk oh, about the okay. con- Yes, yeah, We have a brand-new contest, folks. Every single month we'll be running this. 
on Stackhouse Radio, uh, especially if you're on Air Scare. What we're doing is we're looking for you, the listener, to submit your short, scary stories to us. Uh, you can do this in two ways. You can either go directly to our blog talk radio state, our radio page. Uh, Quentin, you want to get that address? Uh, the blog talk radio page is blogtalkradio.com slash stackhouseradio. Basically, if you're listening to us right now, you should be at our page. Right. Um, so if if you can if you can hear me you are there. Yes. Yeah, so uh, and you would have button. to click on the you would have to click on Miss Diana's profile there, and you could message her. Yeah. Or you can um, email us directly. Mhm. And uh, that email address is thestackradio at gmail dot com. Again, that email address is d s t a c k. R A D I O dot oh at gmail dot com. So it's dstackradio at gmail dot com. Um, and Quentin, so what do we do? What and do we do course, when they send us their stuff? Well, of course, be aware that when you do send it, it does not mean that we're going to read it, but it does mean it may get read. So please don't send us a bill saying you read us read my story on the air. You have to understand it may get read. Um, so. Uh, when we sort through, uh, at the end of the month, you must have your sh- your story submitted to us by the last Wednesday of the month because we will then announce the winner on the first Wednesday of the next month. Uh, so, an example, this month is going to be July 31st. By that show, you must submit your uh, story, and we will pick the winner on August 7th. And the winner's going to get, well, as you know, Diana and I have a great many of travels among some great, great locations. I mean, we sometimes will be sleeping in haunted hotels and in the scariest of locations. I mean, any place we go, I mean, we're just, we're just little gypsies for the haunted world, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a real gypsy, actually. Well, yes, and along our travels, we sometimes like to pick up souvenirs, and those would be fire events. We like to make up spider pets, and uh, when you enter, you if you win, you you will have to give us your address, and we'll send you in the mail your very own D Stack Radio uh, spider web, and attached to the spider web, it will have a little tag letting you know where it comes from, what special haunted location, and of course, it'll be from your friends here at D Stack Radio. Yay! Yay! So go ahead, folks. Did I sound infomercial enough when I did it? (laughs) No, that was great. That was great. Also, you know what, folks? I mean, we always look for story submissions anyways. I mean, story submissions, experiences, um, occurrences, anything. Uh, If there was a movie that you saw that you'd like to have us talk about, you know, send me the movie information. If I can get a hold of that movie, I will watch it, and I will talk about it. Uh, I prefer horror genre. Uh, that's what the show is on Air Scare. Uh, but anything from horror, suspense, uh, supernatural, any of that good stuff that gives you a thrill, you know, feel free to send us anything. Beastackradio um, at gmail dot com. Keep leaving that out. So go ahead, email us right here on Blog Talk. Hit the message button. Send me a message. Uh, send us your stories. I want to hear from you, anyways. That includes books. If you're reading any good yeah. horror kind of books, we love mm-hmm. them. Um, we do. We do. Love, love, love. Oh, speaking of which, uh, so I, I'll just get this out real quick. Um, I bought a book today, 
and it is yes. Anne Rice's The Wolf Gift. And okay. I bought it because this autumn, her next book in that chronicle comes out. So I'm pretty excited if it's as good as the Vampire Chronicles were. Um, I liked a lot of the Vampire Chronicles. Uh, I haven't finished the Vampire Chronicles, but I want to jump onto this this Werewolf Chronicles that she's doing. Ooh, you're right up my alley yes. now. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. That's what I had to tell you. Yes, anything with werewolves. Oh, and folks, if you have an obscure, I mean, an author out there that maybe hasn't had enough you know, recognition or has a great series, werewolves. I love werewolves. I'll put it out there. They're my favorite. Um, you know, send us the author information. I have no problem going and getting one of their books, reading it, and, you know, getting it out there. Uh, I think authors, you know, sometimes your big famous authors aren't the best ones. Um, uh, actually, on our former show, we had Amberlynn Touche on here, and she was amazing. And great series, the Cage series. It's uh Almost completed, but you can find all the books on Amazon.com and uh, Barnes and Noble. Excellent series. Um, if you want to look that up. But anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so send us your stories for the contest. Also, um, if you're submitting a story for the contest, put in the subject contest. So in the subject line of your email, just put contest, <clears throat> and this way we'll know that that submission is for the contest. And like Quentin said, we need all your submissions and no later than July 31st. The winner will be announced August 7th, and you will receive your prize. And uh, we put a lot of heart in these things, so um, we want to hear Okay. Um, as far as announcements go, I think that's much. Oh, yes, we did launch. We might also bring this up now. We did launch the new website. Uh, we've got a great website. It links you right to the Blog Talk State um, page. It links you to you know, all these great things, information about your hosts. Um, we'll post upcoming shows on there. We'll post everything on there. So that new website is www.bstackradio.wix.com forward slash stackhouse radio number sign. So, again, that's www.bstackradio.wix.com forward slash Stackhouse Radio number sign. So, check out Actually, you, could, you, can probably, you can probably omit the number sign. I think you're seeing that because it's you're seeing it publicly, but it's your account. Because when I look at it, the number sign doesn't appear. Oh, see, so I'm on, yeah. on my browser. Yeah. You, yeah um, so I just posted it to the chat room. Uh, it's a great site. Do check it out. Um, oh, the chat room. You know, Diana put a ton of work into it. So I have um, not I've, even opened. Thank you, Quentin, for opening the chat room. How horrible of a host oh. am I? Oh, you're welcome. Hello, So and we have a guest in there. We have a guest in there. Nice. Nice to see you, guest 7381. Um we always love having guests in our chat room listening to our show. It's great. Uh, like I say, we love the feedback. So anyways, let's get into our list tonight, our topic tonight. Our topic tonight is our top ten list of our favorite elements of horror. So again, this is the, our top ten things that kind of make our skin crawl when watching scary, spooky movies. So uh, Quentin, you want to start with number one? 
I mean, I'm saying number 10. Number 10. We're going to go. I was going to say, okay, we're doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. No alcohol tonight either. Um, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, give me two seconds, Backhouse Radio. Um, just typing in, I was just typing in really quick on Facebook to join us live. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so number 10 is unexplained open doors. I'm yes. sure we're all familiar with in the oh, horror God. movie where the dumb blonde goes into the <laughs> into the other room to, to answer the phone there's no one there. Or, you know, she goes in the other room to powder her nose momentarily. And when she comes back in, you know, that crafty little killer that snuck in, they always forget to close the door. And what was he born in the barn? She was like, and then... The door is open, and she stands there with the cordless phone in her hand, puts it down on the kitchen counter, and walks over and goes, Hello? Hello? And then closes the door like, Well, there's no one there. <laughs> Bad move, Cookie. Don't close the door. I have many blonde friends who are not that stupid. Um well, no, but in the movie, it's always some, like, ditzy blonde. Like, and it is, and that is so discriminatory to a lot of blondes I know, but yes. I mean, honestly, come on. If you walk out into your living room and your front door is wide open and there's no explanation for it being open, folks, you know what? Run out that door, get in your car, and drive to the police station. Don't go back in the house looking around. Especially when the phone just rang and there was no one on the other end. Like, obviously someone wanted you to walk away from the door for a minute. You know, you know, Hello? Hello, is anyone there? She hangs up the phone and then repeats the same line at the back door. Hello? Hello, is anyone there? Oh, jeez, Marty, I guess not. <laughs> you know, and then she walks back and goes, well, I guess I'll make popcorn. And then, you know, ee, 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 you know. It sounds a lot like scream. <gasps> Was I? Oh, no. <laughs> mm. But who, who is that in Scream in the first one? Is that like... Oh, God, um, yeah, that was... Um, oh, what's her name? Who's Drew Barrymore, wasn't it? Campbell. Campbell. Uh, Nev, Nev, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. So the very beginning, the girl, like, just from the very beginning? I don't know. I mean, the star of the show was Nev Campbell. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, honestly, it's been... You know, I never really got into the Scream series. I saw the first one... Um, I thought it was a really crafty idea of living along the guidelines before the horror story rules. And it's yeah, it's, it's true. Very more. I mean, she she true. dies in the first scene, and you don't see her again for the rest of the movie. That's right. Yeah, that's, the dumb blonde on the phone is Drew Barrymore. That's so that's to you, Drew Barrymore, thank you for our number ten item tonight. <laughs> but there's not just. I mean, there's so many horror films that always have that unexplained open door. You know, folks, seriously. If you come downstairs in the middle of the night, your front door is open, grab your family, get the hell out. Don't sit there and close the door and then lock it again. Just get your well, It's almost go. like um, even in ghost movies where it's a, a ghost, somehow the door is open. Like the ghost has opened the door, door. Almost, almost saying, I'm going yeah, to it's almost like it. saying, please leave. And what do you do? You close the door. Okay. How about this one? Number nine, those wandering weirdos. Now, how many movies have we seen where you got the creepy guy walking down the street? You know he's like the devil or a demon or some kind of vampire or something. He's wanting you to like rip your heart out. 
really, people, we see the weirdo in the middle of the street. We're already running from somebody. We see this creepy guy walking around. What do you do? Let's go up and talk to him. That's what I would do. I mean, hey, there is a bum over there. You're like growling to himself. Let's go see what he's up to. That's just I'm sure he's me. perfectly okay. Oh, yeah, of course he is. That shining, bloody knife he's holding means nothing. Of course. Nothing's okay, wrong. Okay, so let's see. Good stories with wandering weirdos. How about, uh, I mean, ever any hitchhiker movie? Come on. Any hitchhiker movie. Oh, my God. I mean, and really, we are given horror movies, so that way we are given the blueprint of what not to do. Exactly. That's what horror films are, people. They are the rules of survival. You watch any horror movie and don't do what the stupid kids do. You'll live. <laughs> I can end that movie. I can end any horror film in 10 minutes because, you know what, I would never get into those situations. I know the signs. Okay, you know what, if you're already on the run from something, don't stop and check out the creepy guy walking alone by himself grumbling and grunting because you know he just got possessed by something. Pretty much, you know. Okay, um, what's number eight? Number eight is, and I put my list too far away. <laughs> my list says number eight is dark, uh, dark forest, dark creepy forest, right? Yes, dark creepy forest. Bum bum bum. <laughs> come on, come on. Where don't I mean, you want to go walking? Okay, you're walking down the street at night. Bright, beautiful city. You know, I mean, it's it's main street lights on, oh, I don't want to have to walk an extra half a mile home, so I'll take this shortcut into the dark, creepy woods. Yeah. Why don't you just put out a mean, really, and there, there are one of two things that are going to happen here. Exactly. You're either going to get murdered, mm-hmm. or there's going to be a big, buff lumberjack out in those woods. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a 50-50 <laughs> shot you're going to have a good time, but those odds aren't really that good. Yeah, right. Wait, hold on. What? Wait, wait, hold on. Quentin, why did you pick Big Beefy Lumberjack? Well, I'm just saying if there happens to be a Big Beefy Lumberjack in the woods, there's a 50% chance you're going to have a good time. But really, 50-50 isn't that good of a chance. I'm not taking a 50% chance that I'm going to die. And really, to be honest, the Beefy Lumberjack, he might kill you when all is said and done. So you're going up to like a 25-75% there. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I mean, think about it. You know, what's a lumberjack doing in, like, Central Park at night? Okay, there you go, Central Park. Would you really cut through Central Park at night where you can just walk around? No. No. Walk the extra mile. What if this is like New Jersey where they have the Jersey Devil, like the patch of woods where it's supposed to live, and your kitty cat gets loose? Oh, I apologize. Titus is housing. (laughs) What is that? The, that's Titus. There's a fire engine passing my house, and it hurts his ears. So, so he is howling. That's creepy. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like yeah, if you heard that in the middle of the woods, would you? Oh, would you go in? Um. But yeah, like when little when your little kitty cat whiskers or mittens takes off into the woods. First off, it's dark and it's the woods. You ain't catching the cat in the dark woods. Not happening. You know Not so happening. Seriously. There's always the Humane Society. Go get another cat. <laughs> I hear. I can hear it now. I can hear the siren. Yes, poor Titus. I do apologize. And I, I am indoors. 
It's just they're very loud. Okay, you know who else hates sirens? Uh, 
like the skinny dippers at night. Why would you go skinny dipping into something that you can't see the bottom of? I'm sorry. That's just creepy. You know there's nothing that will kill you. We've all seen the movie. Or how about this? Ships. Little pe- people take them, little boats, out into the ocean. Let's go cruising in our, you know, four-person sailboats with our, you know, little, you know, motor ship, whatever it is. And you know you're never going to make that trip. We've all seen the movies. People, the boat movies never turn out well for anybody. This is the rule. If you go out on your boat at night, you and your four or five friends, you stay where you can literally see what people are doing inside their windows back on shore. If you can't see what they're doing through their windows, you're too far away. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on. We've all seen those movies. They never turn out well. So if we just paid attention to these things and followed the rules, no one, no one, no one would ever, ever die. So, well, I guess you left the room. Number six is like the quintessential do not do. Number six is disembodied voices. I'm sorry. When you hear Wait, someone who you don't know. Disembodied, disembodied voices. voices. Is that what number okay. six is? Am I on the right one? Yep, disembodied voices. Um, why on earth? Why on earth? Would you be like, oh, someone's saying my name. I don't know who it is. And they're black in that really dark. You know, alley or in that cave or in that dark forest. Well, check it out. They must know me. They know my name. <laughs> really? In, in, in what point do you say, who the frig is saying my name? I'm getting the hell out of here. Like, nothing could ever, like, oh, this creepy old house on the corner that's been abandoned for 40 years. Like, I just heard what sounded like, like an old woman saying my name. Yeah. You know, Diana, Diana, come play with me. You know, and you're like, you, you, uh, you need to take me on a date first. Oh, but it just, it, it, it seriously, it's, it's creepy. It really, really is. I mean, ah, curious. <laughs> But you know this one. This one goes like hand in hand with our number five, don't you think? Which one? Let's see. What number five? Oh my God! Anything with glowing eyes. So number five, anything that pretty much, if you see a set of glowing eyes somewhere, and even if whether it has a voice with it or not, you know, let's let's even switch this up a little bit. Anything weird that's glowing in the dark, okay? If you're walking out somewhere and you see a set of glowing eyeballs or something you think is glowing and floating around. Chances are it wants to kill you, okay? If somebody's eyes are glowing and it's not a demon from the pits of fiery hell, it's like a freaking, like, mountain lion or rabbit bear or something that wants to come out and get you. Yes, yes, exactly. Anything that sees in the dark means it's a predator. Yeah, you know? That explains why why my cats can see in the dark, you know. They eat me probably. They'd attack me. Oh, God, I know my cat. My cat's so mean. He would. He wouldn't have. Actually, I think he might be out there with me. Nope. That's the deadly spider I'm playing with right here. I've got this really cool spider bed hanging over my shoulder outside. Good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're like going for a swim, Dewey. <laughs> but, yes, I mean, God, glowing eyes. 
I I just saw I recently saw this um this movie, a space movie, and uh, you know at one point in the space movie she goes, oh there's a glowing light over here, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, she's dead. Anytime in a movie you ever hear somebody saying, oh I saw some eyes over there glowing, I'm gonna go check it out. You know they're dead. That's it. They're dead. Write them off. They're the next one. It's no, it's, it's not rocket science, people. Seriously. If you're anywhere, if you're out in the woods, if you're camping, if you're hiking and you see the glowing eyes, walk the other way. I don't care if it looks like your grandma or your grandpa that's passed on. You don't go to it. That's the rule. You walk to the glowing, shiny eyes, you get eaten by something. And trust me, a mountain lion is going to be a lot nicer to you than some blazing, fiery, hooked, winged demon with a pumpkin head on it. Am I right? Am I right? Well, yeah, and, and is a prime example when you said Pumpkinhead. That made me oh think of prime example. Back, remember, remember when we were talking about Junko in the Dark Forest or the glowing eyes or the disembodied voice? Because if anyone remembers, well, does anyone remember Ichabod Crane, Sleepy Hollow? Yes. <clears throat> he goes into the dark woods, which is no-no number one. No-no number two is when he starts hearing disembodied voices saying, Ichabod. Ichabod, yeah, <laughs> rule breaker. Then the last and final thing is the glowing eyes of the pumpkin head that the um, That's right. the horseman has at one point. Mm-hmm. Rule breaker. You're talking about the, uh, the Johnny Depp one, right? Uh, the, 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 and the original, the original cartoon one as well. Um, you know. But yes. Either either way. Right. Yeah, actually, that's a great example. That had everything. The creepy was. I think did it even have dark, murky water? Uh, he does have to cross the bridge at one point, if you remember. Okay. So there would be dark water. Yes. Um, what else do we have? Um, the open door. Um, Where's the open I don't know. If the, yes, yes. There's the open door thing because you remember at the end of the movie, the the stepmother's sister, the crazy witch woman, doesn't mm-hmm. she like open? Doesn't don't they show the door to the <laughs> the door to her her cave or her house or whatever is open, so she comes outside to look to see who's out there, and she gets her head knocked off. Ooh, that's right. So, yeah, that did have all the elements. Ooh, so I'm going to check that movie back out again tonight. I have it. What, so. is, what is number nine? I scribbled it out on my list when we finished it. And I read did, it too. Isn't that funny? Wandering Weirdos. That movie is full of wandering weirdos. Um, oh, number yeah. eight was... Dark Forest, we've got that. Dark Water, mm-hmm. Disembodied Voices. Um, wandering, when, uh, what was Glowing Eyes. Anything glowing. Yes, this was an excellent movie. So check it out, people. The Legend Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. It's a Tim Burton film. Excellent, excellent, excellent idea of you know, all of these things. It shows all of them. So good stuff. Okay, let's see. Let's look here. Number four. Okay, this is a good one. Shadow people. Bum, bum, bum. Now, okay, God, this can go from anywhere from ghosts to aliens. Okay? And let's face it, some of the scariest shadow people in the movies are the aliens. Are they not? Well, but, you know. Watch the fourth time. Creepy, creepy. Oh, how about um, White Noise, the original White Noise with Michael Keaton? 
with the um, stuff. It was about the easy people. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. has like shadow people in there, and they are scary as crap. Serious <clears throat> shadow people. And you're watching anything. I mean, all they got to do is have a shadow going across the room that's not explained and face it. The hairs on the back here and I just stand straight out, and you guys are just creeped out. Because now that you're thinking about, you don't think about the star of the film. You're thinking about what the heck was that thing in this corner. And you know when you go to bed that night, you're looking at of people. Okay, especially if the shadows are little, like child size, or really, really, ex- like extraordinarily tall, like a gray. Oh. oh, God, yes. I mean, ooh. I mean, some of these, some of those movies, like White Noise. It's an old movie, but check out um, Michael Keaton's in it. It's a great example of you know, disembodied voices. And Shadow People. And it's excellent, excellent movie. If I told you about the movie, I'd ruin it for you. I don't want to do that. So another one to go check out is White Noise by Michael, with, Mike, with Michael Keaton in it starring. Um, and he just, he himself just adds that element of creepy. You know, he's got that look. You know, that's why he's just such a good Beetlejuice. Well, yeah. And um, you haven't seen, you haven't seen um, White Noise, have you? Well, I, I have. It's just been a long time. Yeah, me too. That's definitely um, a good one to watch again. So, but yes, Shadow People, uh, even, I mean, all those ghosts now, I don't, I'm not big on the ghost shows. You know, the ghost adventures. You know, They're fun about. for a good laugh. I kind of like yeah. them for a good laugh. I mean, let's face it, it's reality TV people, and I'll tell you right now, Trust me on this one, a lot of that is scripted. Um, I hate to break that to you, but if you ever saw, I was in the investigation field, paranormal investigations for a long time, and I'll tell you right now, nothing is that exciting all the time. Most of the time, you're just and tired and trying to stay awake. Um, and that wouldn't make great TV at all, so they got to keep it exciting. But the shadow people, shadow people, oh, there's a shadow person. Ooh, shadow people. You know that's going to hook people because we're all afraid of that one element that we really don't know. You know, we know it's something, saw something, but that shadow gives an element of fear and danger and uncertainty. And I think that's the element of the shadow people in movies that really kind of, you know, gets people going is that they don't know exactly they can suppose what it is, they can guess, they can surmise, but they never know exactly what it is. And maybe they'll tell you, but maybe they won't. You know, I think it's a great element in the horror film industry to say that used correctly, it can carry a film. It really, truly can because it allows you to to really kind of put your imagination into that, and our imaginations are far worse than what some horror films can do. So I'm going to say... I mean, absolutely. So number four, shadow people. Okay. Um, number five on the list. Let's see here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we, do we, oh, no, we're down number three. Where am I going? I'm going back to escape. <laughs> number three. Yeah. We've gone through 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. We are at number three. Quentin? Number three is pretty much the scariest thing to me. I think it should be <laughs> on the top of the list. 
It is <laughs> Demon or Dead Children. Yes. Starting off with, I just want to say this. What you do when you see a demon or a dead child is don't run from them. They will catch you. They're fast little runners. So you wait for them to start running at you, and you bolt at them so that way you've got combined speed working for you here, and as they get close to you, you fling your foot up in the air and kick them one right under the head and send them launching at top speed. That's how you handle them because they'll keep getting up and running at you. So you let them do the work. You let them do the work. Use momentum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, folks, let me just say, we 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 don't, you know, we don't uh, revel in dead children. It's not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about the ghost, <laughs> ghost child in the movies, the demon child. Seriously? I don't know, Quentin. I mean, you're you're over six feet. You're you're a pretty big guy, so you could probably you know, run across the room. I don't know that I could. I'm much smaller than you are. So for the smaller people, seriously, you know what? Run. I'm going to say run. Get a crucifix. Get a safe knife. Get a gun. I love guns. I don't care. Well, you know, I feel like the gun never works out good in a movie. So I, I would I would stray from that. Well, that's because people in the movies can't hit a target like right in front of them. I can. I'm well, I know. I'm praying. Trust me. I'll I feel like, though, if, I feel like at that point, it's so much more fun, though, to kick the kid. You know, give him a good <laughs> <No>. kicking. <laughs> Quentin loves children with honey mustard. Essentially, yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though. I mean, come on. A gnawing little fang tooth, clawed hand. Devil child. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can do. I mean, you could sit there and pee yourself. That's probably uh-huh. what I would do. I would probably cry. I mean, seriously, having like a little possessed little three year old coming running at me with a knife, like Chucky or something. I would, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd probably cry. You know? Well, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Kids, if you're a bad little kid when you're dead, oh, you're getting punished. You're getting more than the ruler than none would have given you. Let me just tell you. Uh, I don't like bratty children dead or alive. I mean, and people say, oh, but the children are innocent. Anyone who believes that children are innocent, number one, you forgot what it was to be seven years old. Let me tell you something. Seven years old, I was not innocent. innocent. Oh, hell no. I did anything. I could not get in trouble, but I made sure everybody else around me got in trouble. See, that's the thing. They're devious, they're devious little things in tiny bodies, which makes them all the worse. When they become demon-possessed. So you take a bad little kid, add some, I don't know, devil to him or something like that or whatever, knocks rock to, and you've got yourself a little demon child. It's awful. They're horrifying. Or worse, the kid ghost. That evil little child ghost that lurks in the corner. To me, that is more terrifying. Uh, and we're going to say, no, no, folks, numbers three, two, and one, we're going to put them all in like, at the top category there. So between numbers three, two, and one, there's really no order of importance because they're all equally terrifying. We just had to put them in some kind of category. But yes, terrifying. Yes. Children, I mean, okay, the poltergeist scene. If that was sung, or hummed out by a big, burly guy, it would not be terrifying. He'd be like, what is this? What the hell is this? Is this Joe the Plumber singing along? No. 
But because you have little kids, that the dead kids all together going, <laughs> that's terrifying. Okay, it is absolutely terrifying. Tis. And tis. And listen, you catch your kid at night putting his hands on the TV on a white noise channel, you call your priest, you lock that kid in his room, you cover him with holy water, garlic, I don't care, okay? You fix it before it starts because that crap never turns out good. Then you end up having to go through other dimensions and you fall through the ceiling with gunk all over you. And you know what? The house never stays clean. And then you got to go and do like, you know, well, no, seriously, think about this. Think about this. Then you got to sit there and you got to get other people. Do you mind hanging back? You're jamming the frequencies. You really want that in your house? Come on, people. Seriously. <laughs> I am addressing the living. People, you want to end your night? Trust me. I'm ready to have that turned down too well. Hold on. I think you did. Oh, Carol Ann, but give me a beer first. <laughs> can, it, can it name your daughter's Carol Ann? You're just asking for it, people. Come on, really? Uh, you know, Becky or, or uh, something something different, you know? And just, you know, uh, I don't name your daughter's Carol <laughs> That's kind of okay, on the subject of children, this goes right into our next one, which is dolls. Oh, They're God. even creepier because you know what? They're like little porcelain versions of children. At least the creepy. See, they're creepy but easily broken. Okay, so porcelain doll. We all know, and please, if you're one of these people who collects porcelain dolls, we're really not meaning to offend you, but I'm sorry. It's a creepy freak collection, Okay. It's not these things surround your home in every single room. A lot of, especially at night. Okay, you know the overnight guests that come by your town. And, oh no, we have a whole phone room. It's because your house scares the hell out of them. I'm sorry, but dolls are creepy. Anything with glass eyes, human, and are staring at you constantly. You know that are walking around they're, your house. They're just asking sleeping. to be inhabited by a ghost or something horrific because they are hollow little bodies. And when there's a spirit looking for a body, it's found one. Oh, and yes. can I just say that? Can I just say this? Mm-hmm. I see a porcelain doll doing anything on its own. All the king's men and all the king's horses will not put her head together, together again. Amen. Um, Amen. And they always have them with these horrifying faces on, like with their teeth showing and everything. (laughs) They do. I had someone ask me to try and sell. It was a 19th century doll. And they asked if I would sell for them, so it was here in a box. It was kept in a box in a closet behind another door. Locked up. This thing had teeth. Like it was, it had like its mouth open just enough you could see its teeth showing at you. Oh, I hated it. And if the doll wasn't worth $900, I would have just taken out the gun and boom. (laughs) 
here. Okay, Fomi, okay. <laughs> the best was I, uh, I couldn't, yes, I couldn't get a buyer for it, for so she took it home again. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, oh God. When, when that's all left, my house was the happiest day of my life. Number one, I don't care how much a damn doll is worth. If that thing's alive, it's going at me. Have you seen the episode? If you, um, it's, uh, oh, God, it's, uh, for truth, is that what it means? I, the I search don't know. for the truth. It's with um. Oh, it was on the uh, Sci-Fi Channel for a while. It's uh. uh search for the truth or something. Anyway, so which is a little island. Oh, like well, inlet island on one of the rivers. The island was basically had this little house, and all it was was dolls. Dolls everywhere, like porcelain creepy old dolls that are like the rod and stuff. And the, the guy who runs the show, Destination Truth, that's like Destination Truth. And the guy who runs the show, Josh, this guy Josh, he was sitting there next to this one doll. It was, had his head next to a post. And he said something to along if one of these things moves and does something, I'm out of here. And all of a sudden the doll next to him opened his eyes. Seriously, <laughs> would have burnt that damn thing down. Burnt it down. I would have run out of there. There's no way you would ever have me sitting in the middle of a bunch of dolls staring at me. Okay, I won't do it in a store. I won't do it in an antique place. If I'm visiting your house and you got dolls over, guess what? I'm not staying overnight. Sorry. Because you well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that in some other traditions, such as I don't know, voodoo per se, but one similar to it. Dolls are meant to contain spirits. They put they 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 make dolls to, for you or for spirits, and they have a purpose. So dolls, crazy. Yes. Dolls are just. So are you ready to unveil? Oh God! This is rock solid. Um. Unveil the number one. Okay, here we go. Okay, just a real uh, a closing on the course, people. If you don't think your porcelain dolls are getting up at night while you're sleeping and walking around your house, you are sadly functional. They are doing exactly that. And they are hovering over your bed at night when you're sleeping, and they're laughing at you, a little demonic laugh. Because <laughs> they know that they're especially one day you. The people of the dolls get a different hobby. It's really creepy. Okay. Number one, and I'll, I think most of society agree, the most terrifying thing you will see popping up in any horror film, okay? Bum, bum, bum. Clowns. 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 And you want to know why? You want to know why? Because why? everyone knows, anyone who will intentionally do their makeup like that has severe psychological problems. Absolutely. Serious. I never um, understood how people thought, of oh, clowns, they're so much fun. <laughs> they're retarded. And I apologize for using the R word, but it's true. Listen, actually, that's not a bad word. I won't go into that. I know. I know what you're talking about. There's a few other words that aren't considered bad, according to those. Never mind. I'm <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Did you, did you clean him up? 
Didn't I what? Didn't you chain him up? Uh, no. I thought you were going to. Uh, okay, so our Rex took off somewhere. We don't know where he went. He usually shows up. Just, uh, if he's something your house, I don't see it. Yeah. My first introduction yeah. to clowns, and let me let me tell you how my, my first introduction went. What's the most? I was a little girl, and my mother's parents brought me to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. And I'll never forget as long as I live. I remember being a little girl. And then I must have been close to the front because all these things started coming out, chasing after me. And I swear to God, they hunting me. Like they were going to tear my soul. I looked up and saw the most heinous face that I'd ever seen in my life. And there were so many cuts and everything else and fangs and dripping blood and guts. And they were clowns. I was terrified. And my terror was only confirmed when I saw poltergeist. And what was it that first attacked the little boy? You got it. It's a clown. Am I right? Am I am I right? Can I just say this? I don't remember my I don't remember my first encounter with clowns. I re, I remember my first memory, like my first memory with clowns. Uh-huh. You know. Um and that is, um, oh, God, it's terrible. It's terrible. I was I was upset. I was at a, a festival someplace with my parents. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, let me tell you. Let me just tell you. Let me tell you. Some, some, sort of, some sort of crappy childhood moment occurred, as I was used to with my father. Um, oh, God, it was, it was terrible, Diana. I started crying, and my father's friend, who was a creeper who hated kids anyway, picked mm-hmm. me up and was toting me about because he was sick of my crying because of me being very upset. Oh, no. And what comes running up to him but a clown woman. A clown woman to come and calm me down. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you. <sighs> Oh, God. She then begins honking her own nose, telling me that I should try it. And I'm like, no, get away from me. And I remember when she reaches up and honks her nose, she goes, honk, honk. I lost it. I began shrieking. To say I shrieked would be putting it mildly. I kicked, I screamed, I wanted away from her. And she kept following us, trying to make me laugh, I guess. But I just shrieked more and more because she followed me. I can still see her horrid rainbow pom-pom hair. <laughs> oh, God, no, she had a rainbow pom-pom wig. That's the worst. She oh. did, and I just wanted And all I remember, you know, one of those childhoods where you couldn't wait to grow up and get away from your father. <laughs> and then you had this creepy clown making things worse. I was like, somebody get her away from me. She's a weirdo. (laughs) And that is my first memory. My first memory of clowns. Wow. 
know, I, I had a I had a thought with the clown thing, and and I can't remember what the heck it was. That's horrible. I absolutely cannot. Oh yes, clown. I saw a great it's a great picture on uh, Facebook, and it has a horrible picture of a clown. It's awful. He's cheating and leering, and has his hands up like he's gonna claw him to death. And it, underneath it says, "Clown." Satan's idea of funny, and I swear to God, they are. They are what does it say? It says, clown. it says clown. Satan's idea of funny. <laughs> and I swear to God, clowns come from the devil. I don't necessarily believe in the devil, but if the devil really existed, clowns are his making. I'm sorry. I don't know a loving deity anywhere that would sit there and say, hmm, how do I make little children laugh? I know. I'll make something like terrifying and horrible and have horrific makeup on and have them make all kinds of noise and attack them. No, that's something Satan would do. It's probably something I would do as well. But, you know. I mean, that's why most people to this day are afraid of Tammy Faye Baker. Uh, uh, yeah, but her clown makeup wasn't as bad. We can't speak all of the dead. I kind of like her, her spunk. <laughs> Evidently, Jim Baker didn't like her spunk. Well, no. No. He liked somebody else's spunk. Well, neither did the FBI. <laughs> oh, clowns. Clowns, clowns, clowns. Satan's minions. They are absolutely the most important. How about the clowns from It? David King's It. Tim Curry played him. Now, number one, you have Tim Curry playing any kind of horror figure, you know it's going to be terrifying. I mean, the man himself can take anything and make it his. Uh, Stephen King's yeah. It, that clown, what was like a killer spider or something it turned out to be? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it was a clown. Yeah, he was a spider. He became a demon-sized, nasty spider. So he's got clowns and spiders all in one. So you know, Stephen King had a lovely childhood. Um, he probably did, actually. But uh, there you have it. Oh, yeah, you only write about stuff like that when you had a good childhood. Yeah, no, really. But uh, we got about five minutes left to show, so there you have it, folks. Our list, that is our top ten of our favorite elements of horror films. And those are the things that just make us go, ooh, and give us nightmares. So if you have anything that gives you nightmares, please go ahead and email them to us. We want to hear from you, the listeners. We want to hear all kinds of stuff from you, stories. Don't forget our contest. Uh, again, if you are giving us a submission, a story submission to the contest, please put contest in the subject so we know that it is um, for the contest. But send us ideas, send us stories, send us anything that you want. Um, email directly is thestuckradio at gmail.com, or you can go to our blog talk page at Stuckhouse Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Hit the message button. Send me a message. Let me know. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, again, uh, Quinn, can I go over that contest quickly? Three <clears throat> Again, the contest is to submit your your own story. It may get read on the air. Uh, submit it to either dstackradio at gmail dot com or message us at the the Blog Talk Radio site. Uh, you must submit your story by July thirty first. Uh, we'll always take all. Every month, we'll be accepting stories. Up to the last Wednesday of the month, this this month is Wednesday the 31st, we will then pick the winner on the first Wednesday of the next month. So please have yours in by the 31st, and the winner will receive, Diana and I like to click spiderwebs from all the haunted locations we go to. Uh, 
you'll receive your very own B-Stack Radio spiderweb with a little tag attached to it letting you know what crazy haunted location it comes from. So again, send in your stories today to enter the contest, and if you win, well, you'll be receiving the greatest prize on earth. Absolutely, and that's a contest we're going to be running every single month, folks. So it's going to be there, and we want to hear from you. Anyways, don't forget to uh, tune back in here to Stackhouse Radio on Blog Talk Radio next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and that is On Air Scare from Stackhouse Radio. Uh, with my, me, your host, Diana Stack and Quentin Tiffany, we'd love to see you here. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you join us in our chat room. And our archive listeners, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do notice you. We do appreciate you uh, just as much as our live listeners. And remember, you can always call in. Our guest number for the show is 858-365-5561. Probably should have announced it at the beginning. But uh, you can always call in. The number is posted on the page. If you're uh, a live listener, it's posted right up there. So we've had to call in. So hopefully we're going to get some guest speakers on, uh, some guest hosts on with us to uh, talk about some good creepy fun. Until then, hopefully we'll see all of you next Wednesday night. Again, that's at Blog Talk Radio on uh, Stackhouse Radio. Uh, go to On Scare, it's our show. All our shows are listed at Stackhouse Radio. And just click your And look for our updates on Facebook and through email. You can go ahead and follow us. Uh, we'd love to have you follow the show. You can also go to our Facebook page. There's a link and the Blog Talk radio station page. It's uh, Diana Snack Live on Facebook. <clears throat> and uh, go ahead, follow me there, and all my all the posts for the radio station are actually up there as well. So uh, good night, folks. And uh, Quentin, you want to go ahead and close us out? Well, good night, everyone. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, we hope to always bring the latest and greatest and funnest of the horror and spooky genre to you. And uh, again, don't forget our contest. And always feel free to submit any ideas or topics you want discussed on the air. Again, thank you guys and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.